The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. Good day, greetings, and welcome to The Open Door, the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Jerry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. And gentlemen, start your engines. <laughs> Always wanted to say it on the radio. Yeah. No, 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 not you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Today we are focusing on your divinity. And I'm not talking to Terry and Sid right now. I'm talking to you. But they are your divinity. Uh, you are God. And it's time you started acting like it. What? It's a big concept. It's a big concept. I know. And I don't mean to be facetious. The fact is that we often talk about how we are in the state of becoming and merging with the heart of God, becoming, in effect, one with God. And what you become one with, you become. So we're talking today about the uh, level of God energy within each of us that we wield every day with every thought, word, and deed. And we are basically co-creators with God. It's an awesome concept and somewhat sobering, I think. Well, it really is. I mean, it it, uh, it shows us that we really have to be accountable. <laughs> Actions, thoughts, words, and deeds. I mean, you know, that's everything we do. Tom. Everything. You know, um, I think sometimes when people will get to heaven after they leave embodiment, they get there by God's grace, mm-hmm. you know, I think the eyes get wide. <laughs> and they go, oh, you yeah. mean everything I believed, everything I held dear, much of it was based on a false premise. The false premise being that I'm a worthless sinner, that I really don't have much of anything going for me other than the Son of God came down to save me. And yet, when we understand the potential we have because God is within us, obviously what we're manifesting in the outer is not always God, let's face it. No. But the point is, God is within us. Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. I mean, it's as simple as that. So how do we bridge that gap? How do we put on that presence of God? It's not perfecting the human, as we've said many times. That's never going to happen. It's displacing the human. It's working on those things in our consciousness that prevent the Christ from working through us. And once we do that, that is the path of sainthood. That is the path of putting on that which is already within us in our consciousness, becoming the Christ, which is the true teachings of Jesus. Yeah. You know, and, and sometimes this idea, this mere notion that we have the potential to become God kind of fits sideways in our consciousness. There's really no place where it Well, it sounds fits. like blasphemy, doesn't it? certainly it? does. Wait a minute. You're, you're making yourself equal with God? Oh. No, I'm making the God within me equal to God because it is God. Yeah. And so we will retain our individual identity in God, our uniqueness in God, and yet we become one with God. As you suggest, that uh, Tom, what we become one with it is who we are. Yeah. That is who the ascended masters are. That is who Jesus is. All these great souls of light have become one 
with their holy Christ self, with their I am presence. And, and, you know, it seems like a big leap from where we're here now, you know, <laughs> when you wake up in the morning and you struggle to get to that coffee pot. But the point <laughs> is, that's the reality of who we are. What we have been taught, you know, from early childhood and for many, many embodiments has not been true. No. It's simply not been true. And, you know, that's kind of a shock. You know, it's very comfortable. It's a comfortable feeling. I don't really have to do anything other than to confess my sins, and Jesus, you know, will ride on his wings of glory to heaven. I mean, that's, that's a nice thought, you know. I don't have, I'll work, but not that hard, you know. And so it, it, is a, it is a little bit shocking when you realize that we've been fed something by the fallen angels who have, you know, started to who have misuse the truth theology of Jesus Christ to prevent us from becoming who we are and from emulating him. And walking in his footsteps, that's what he came to teach us. And, you know, Terry, you brought it home when you said there's a certain accountability. It's 24-7. Yeah, I mean, really. you know, And if we uh, want to bring this home, and we've done this in the previous programs, but it's b- worth repeating. If you want to get a, a really intimate sense of this, when you say, I am, you're speaking with the power and the authority of God. So if you insert the words, God in me is, then you begin to question and in terms of accountability, you look at, what am I really saying here? If you say, for example, poor example, perhaps, but illustrative, illustrative, I am mad. Right. You I know? am angry. I am upset. God in me is mad? Yeah. No, wait a minute. It won't ever happen. It's my human experience, my human consciousness is choosing a certain emotional level of being that has nothing to do with God. But it creates as if God were behind it. Because we're using God's energy. That's yeah. right. And as we've taught and explained, and if this may be one of your first shows you've heard of us, there's a power and a light that comes to us from our mighty I am presence, comes through our heart, heart chakra, and spreads throughout our body, which is the pure light of God. And then we qualify it by what we do with it, by our words, our actions, our thoughts, and deeds. So that's how we're co-creators with God. We are. It's not like we're going to become co-creators. We already are. And we have been for all our embodiments in sense. And we do. And, and we know the accountability by another word. Karma. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. You know, that, that creation comes with consequence. Yeah. And that's karma. Yeah. And we have a lot of good karma. So well, we let's do. not forget that. In, <laughs> in our causal body, which surrounds our I am presence, are all our treasures laid up in heaven from all the good things we've done in this and other embodiments. So this is not, we're not all bad people just because we got some karma to deal with. In fact, I was reading a quote this morning from one of the Ascended Masters, you know, don't, you're going to make mistakes, you know. I mean, this, this is, we're in the plane of relative good and evil, and so we make mistakes as we're learning. The important thing is to learn from your mistakes and to keep on going, and to get up and, and to, to, to strive some more. So it's, it's an understanding of what we do each day with God's energy, which I think we're talking about. No, yeah. We are co-creators of God. We're not trying to become creators of God. I gotta, I've got to say that again. We already are. So let's be the best co-creators we possibly can. It's a great way to put it. We're made in the image and the likeness of God, right? You, ye are gods. Yes. And, and so we've got to know that's, where the, that's the original light that comes down. Now, as a baby, from the baby forward, we can do with that kind of what we want. Our parents can help us. Uh, by helping us be molded into the right person. That's where the parents come into accountability. Well, and we have a certain latitude, do we not? I mean, th- there's an, it's age-specific. At a certain point, you become accountable, fully, truly accountable for the karma that you p- create. But 
as right. a child, isn't there an, an age? Well, there is, there is absolutely. And typically, for most people, karma doesn't start returning until the age of 12. Right. And so hopefully those first 12 years, if you have parents that have awareness and love and help you to prepare for that. And, of course, why are the teenage years so challenging? Well, as the karma is starting to descend along with other, obviously, physiological changes people go through. So we really have to prepare people. You know, people will do better if they know better. Mm-hmm. If we right. instruct our children of who they are, what they can expect, these are things that will be coming to them, they're going to do a lot better. It's just like anybody. You know, if we knew better, we would do better. People have good intentions. They really do. But they haven't been taught who they are and how they deal with the true circumstance of life and the karmic equation we all face. Yeah. You know, we have a wonderful ritual we do every time we have a quarterly conference or a retreat called the Soul Retrieval. And I won't get into detail about that except to say that part of that ritual is to draw back to us, magnetize back to us portions of our soul that we've given to other people and other situations and other circumstances and other lifetimes, whatever the case may be. But one of the things that I remember so clearly that Elizabeth Clare Prophet speaks every time we see that ritual, she says, whenever you condemn yourself, you take yourself outside of the circle of God. And what you mentioned before, Sid, and have at other times too, which we concur, that when you consider yourself a worthless sinner, that is a level and a state of condemnation that you have to overcome. At some point, you've got to realize that as long as you maintain that view of yourself, you're outside, you're outside the, the circle. circle of God. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and of course, you're outside sinned. of your reality. We've all sinned, but that doesn't make us sinners. No. We're not in eight sinners. We're in eight sons and daughters of God. And because of free will, and God has allowed us to express that any way we wanted, and you know, we've made some mistakes, but that's okay. We're going to find a way to balance that karma through the violet flame and our service to life, and we're going to get on with who we are and getting home to God, which is our goal. And part of how we do that is through a daily practice. Yeah. And the daily practice can include things, as we always talk about, decrees, meditation, but also just an awareness, just a consciousness. You just simply, you, you greet the morning with, hi, God. <laughs> you know, you're looking at yourself in the mirror or whatever. You know, you, you become what you focus on. That is, that's a law of life. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting. We went, I was just sharing before the show started, we went to see a, a concert this weekend of Beethoven's Ninth, oh. which is, you know, is considered the finest piece of music ever written. And it's very, very spiritual. And I took my daughter to it. And I said, ex- compare this experience to hearing this music to a rock music, you know. <laughs> look at the musicians. Look at their mm-hmm. face, their vibrations. Look at some of these. I told her about the old guys in the Rolling Stones, you know. I mean, they, I don't even want to say what they look like. But, you know, the if they guys. focused on rock music in their entire life, if you focus on the light, you become <laughs> the light. You become what you focus on. So be careful of your choices. Yeah. And it's often been said that Violet Flame is a way of um, gaining the eternal youth. Absolutely. You know, there's some people who have done it for quite a long time, do look very ageless almost. Oh, I know. I, I've, I've seen... I've seen people in our activity that that I've I've seen around for thirty or forty years, and they don't look that much different. To be quite honest, you know, yeah. present company accepted, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, we got a few gray hairs here. I know. Well, the hair color might change, but you know, it's amazing. Uh, complexions a lot, it's, of and it's vibration too. It's a vibration. I mean, Mother Teresa's face was full of wrinkled. Yeah. It was radiant with oh. light. Oh, yeah. Her eyes spoke such volumes of joy. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, you know, be, before we wrap up this first segment, let's kind of go back to the beginning and just repeat the fact that what we're talking about here is a reality. It's not simply something that we choose to to know. You are God in becoming. As uh, Terry referenced one of the, you know, I think it was Jesus said, know ye not, ye are gods. Yes. 
So we have to recognize that we have a certain accountability based on the fact that we are using God's energy to create. Our every thought, word, and deed is creation. And every creation that we do create comes with a consequence. Good karma, bad karma. Good karma is our treasures laid up in heaven, in our causal bodies. The, the negative karma is what we're here to do to transmute, to balance, to eliminate. Tom, can I go back to what I, I spoke of a little earlier? What, you can go anywhere people get you want. to heaven <laughs> and they get this, oh my. The eyes, the eyes, the eyes wide open? Find all the truth. <gasps> and you know what their reaction is? If only I had known. Yeah. If only I had known. And that's an understandable reaction. And so... The knowledge is here. You know, this is, this, this is an answer, I think, to your soul's yearning that you would know the truth of who you are and what you need to do. Indeed. And, and the masters have talked about souls coming to embodiment that have begged that they would get the knowledge, the true teachings and the true light so they wouldn't go astray again in this embodiment because good intentions aren't enough if you don't have the truth. The truth is here. It's available. It's worth exploring. It's worth experimenting with. It's worth trying. It's worth an effort to know if this is true and see the change in your life if you're willing to make that effort. And this, and this gives understanding, what you just said, basically, to why there are agnostics and, uh, and atheists because they are saying in, in their current embodiment, I'm not going to be fooled by organized religion ever again. <laughs> and so they, they st- you know, the rubber yeah. band goes all the way to the they, other side. They go side. to the extreme. Yeah. They go yeah. to the extreme. Yeah. And that's why we're hoping that, that some of our listeners uh, who have maybe followed that agnostic path will hear some truth in what we're saying and, and take, take and, this And we're not, we're not adverse to organized religion, obviously. No. There's beautiful souls and churches and synagogues Indeed. and so forth throughout this world who are doing great things. But if we want to get where we want to go, we just can't accept perpetually this lie that all our sins have been paid for and we don't have to do anything other than try and be nice people. It's just not true. Indeed. Well, we're creeping up on a break here. And before we get to that break, let's set up the next segment a bit. Because part of what we're talking about, God being within us, we're referencing what we know as the threefold flame in the heart. This is the, the three aspects of God, the Trinity, power, wisdom, and love, God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In the next segment, we're going to hear an interview with Elizabeth Clare Prophet, where she kind of covers this in some great detail, and you're not going to want to miss it, because it talks about the God in you from the standpoint of the threefold flame, a little bit about decrees, and mainly, most important of all, an understanding that you are sons and daughters of God. So please stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. 
For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And thanks very much for staying with us. We are The Open Door, and you are part of our show today. Thank you. In the following interview, Elizabeth Claire Prophet invites you to share in the understanding of yourselves as sons and daughters of God, giving you the power to call forth light and move mountains of adversity in your lives. Our interviewer is Doug Kenyon. Where do we begin today? Well, Doug, let's begin at the beginning. Let's visualize the threefold flame expanding from within our heart. The blue plume of the Father and God's power to the left. The yellow plume of the Son and God's wisdom in the center. And the pink plume of the Holy Spirit God's love to our right. This threefold flame of the Trinity is visualized by the mind's eye, by the soul, and in our devotion then, we are seated comfortably. We visualize the drawing of a magnetic sphere of white light around the flame. It expands as a great sphere of our cosmic consciousness. We visualize ourselves seated in this sphere of white light, And as we are set now in the seat of authority, in the great three-in-one, the throne of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we give the decree of beloved Kuthumi. I am light, glowing light, radiating light, intensified light. God consumes my darkness, transmuting it into light. This day I am a focus of the central sun. Flowing through me is a crystal river, a living fountain of light that can never be qualified by human thought and feeling. I am an outpost of the divine. Such darkness as has used me is swallowed up by the mighty river of light which I am. I am, I am, I am light. I live, I live, I live in light. I am light's fullest dimension. 
I am light's purest intention. I am light, 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 flooding the world everywhere I move, blessing, strengthening, and conveying the purpose of the kingdom of heaven. Beloved sons and daughters of God, I invite you to join me in the meditation with Kuthumi, our own dear Saint Francis, our brother and devotee of Christ. We are one in the flame of God, and this flame is our joint heirship with the great wayshower of our destiny. Jesus came to show us that as he expanded the light of the aura for the healing and the transformation of consciousness, we not only can, but must go and do likewise. I invite you to share in the understanding of yourself, of a son and a daughter of God, which John the Beloved, the disciple of Jesus, so close to our Master, has taught us. Being sons and daughters of God with Jesus, we then can call forth this light, and according to our faith in the God who lives within us, we can move the mountains of adversity in our life. This simple mantra will be the alchemy for change, such as you never believed or dreamed could have happened in your world. It is because the mantra is the word of God, and as you meditate upon the mantra and realize that God himself is the mantra, singing in your soul, coming forth with the authority of the Christ and the power of the everlasting word, this God within then who is the mantra, who is the speaking of the mantra, is also the fulfillment of that word, for he has said, My word shall not return unto me void, and therefore you feel God giving this mantra through you, and it is like he has dropped a portion of himself as a pebble in the pond of your being, and the ripples in concentric rings go forth from you, and when they reach the shore, they return to the center, and returning to the center is like the hearing of the echo of God, as his voice has gone forth from you, so it will return with that manifestation of fulfillment and that supreme joy of living on earth here and now in that great flame of the I am that I am which you are. I think sometimes people feel that a mystical understanding of Jesus Christ and of Gautama Buddha is beyond their ability. Perhaps they feel that they are not educated enough to understand. If you think that you are one of these or perhaps you feel you do not have even the basic intelligence to understand God's laws, perish the thought because God lives in you and his mind is in you and it will open in answer to your prayer and by the action of your flowing with the great river of life, flowing with the stream of his consciousness by the giving of the word. You will find that studies of the human aura by Kuthumi are simply written and perhaps the only stumbling block may be a word here or there which you can easily find in a dictionary and then proceed. Kuthumi was incarnated as Saint Francis. He appeals to the simple folk, 
to the common people, to those of us who understand God innately, who do not have to be confused by complex theological doctrine and dogma, but simply by the basic awareness that God loves us, we are his children, and that he has placed within our soul the understanding of how we must return to him. Can you imagine that God would create us without that innate formula of understanding, of knowing the path back home? It's the Ascended Master's teachings that show us how to read what is already within, the law that is written in our heart. I do not suppose that I can teach you anything, but that I can only remind you of the great storehouse of truth that God has already placed within you. Come then, let us pray together. I call in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Cthulhu and all the saints of the heavenly hosts, to now go to each soul and to touch the heart of each listener who would be closer to God and closer to the reality of his own individualized I am presence. I call for the great light of understanding of the cosmic Christ, Lord Maitreya, of Jesus Christ and Kuthumi, the world teachers, of Gautama Buddha and all who are serving with the evolutions of earth for the advancement of consciousness. So, our beloved Heavenly Father, we know that whatsoever we ask in Jesus' name and according to thy will, it shall be fulfilled in this hour. Therefore, touch these hearts and let them know thy indwelling presence, and let that presence be for the healing of soul, mind, and body, and for the healing of the nations. In his name we accept the answer to our call this hour. Amen. A lot of our brothers and sisters don't feel this oneness that you talk about so often. Could you tell us more about it? It hurts me that those who are the body of God upon earth do not know one another, that we have been separated by those who have sought to come between our great love for one another and for God. Sons and daughters of God, his children, people of light everywhere, are one one by love, but also one by the mathematical formula. Things equal to the same thing are equal to each other. Every son and daughter of God upon earth has within his aura a certain charge of that Christ consciousness, of that oneness with Jesus and Gautama. Every son and daughter of God knows with inside of himself that he is the beloved of God. And yet from every side he is told the contrary. He is a miserable sinner. He is not able to raise himself up and approach the altar of the living God because he is a thing of shame. And then there is the problem of being alone, the lonely ones. It is my desire to provide the open door for that great friendship of all who understand the oneness of life, the heavenly hosts, and of all who have espoused the same cause, who understand that we were born and we came to earth to set the children of God free, to set the captives free, to draw all of our brothers and sisters out of the false theology, the false doctrine and dogma of the false Christs and false prophets who have come to divide us with their schemes of darkness and divide-and-conquer tactics. We find, then, that with the penetration of the great teachings of the Lord's hosts within our midst, 
It is as the morning mist disappears with the coming of the sun, and we feel this friendship, this liaison with ascended masters, heavenly hosts, saints who have gone on, loved ones, and we know that in every community, in every town and city upon earth, there are those who have this same calling to intensify the light of the aura, to expand the aura, to be step-down transformers for the consciousness of Elohim, and that God has placed us in every religion, in every church, in every way, in every government, to be that focal point, to meditate upon his law night and day, night and day, and therefore to transmit that law, because we are all sending stations. We all are receivers and transmitters, like radio stations, and we are sending waves from the aura daily. Above all, let us now secure that promise with each other, that we will send to each other these radio waves of love, and that we will thereby strengthen the body of God upon earth and our unity with the body of God in heaven. Being part of this mystical body of God, we can truly say, God is one, for we have become cells in that body, and we experience the oneness of the person of God, the pure Son of God, of which we are all a part. And therefore, in this mystical awareness, we can truly understand there is only one Son of God, the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, Christ the Lord, who lives within us all. We share, then, his table, his communion cup, and this is the great teaching, the true teaching of Christ, revealed through his servants, the ascended masters, and the messengers in this age. Thank you very much. Ah, become radio waves of love. It's a nice image, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, on that uh, note, let's take a short break. We'll be back in just a minute. Please stay with us. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Right now, all over the world, warriors of light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free, no login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for any time, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, 
the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the masters of light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And thank you. We are back. I'm Tom. He's Terry. And he's Sid. And we're here today talking about the reality of the God within you and your power to create as God creates. Sobering thought, perhaps, but. Uh, an exciting one. An exciting one, too, because yeah. you have the ultimate accountability because you have free will. Yeah. Now, you wanted to say something, I think, too. Yeah, at the end of the first point. section, we were running out of time there, and I, I didn't get a chance to, to say all I wanted to say. And it, we were chatting about, you know, the theology of Jesus died for your sins and, oh, yeah. you know, that, that we're worthless sinners and so forth. <clears throat> and sort of the Jesus will get us to heaven because he paid the price. And, you know, I, some of you may know I've shared with I grew up in a very conservative Christian church, and of course this was the the, the voice that they that they had. Mm-hmm. And I, I I don't want to belittle that at all because I can tell you that Jesus is my savior and all our savior. Our perspective was a little different in the sense that we believe Jesus died on the cross to bear our karma for the past two thousand years so that we would have the opportunity to grow spiritually. So indeed, he did die for our sins in the sense that he took upon himself all our karma so that, you know, look, you've got 2,000 years, try and do with it what you can, because our karma was so great in some cases that, you know, we just couldn't get out of it. We were so burdened by it. So we do consider Jesus our Savior, but with a different perspective. He saved us so we could grow in God, so we could take accountability for our actions and not be so overwhelmed by them. And, of course, he knew the day would come when we would have the violet flame, and we'd be able to use this tool as a greater way to get through whatever weight and burden of karma that we all individually carry. And it's not endless, by the way. It's, it's finite. It finite. may seem infinite sometimes, <laughs> but it is finite. So I just wanted to say that because it's a theology that is taught in the traditional Christian churches that is limiting. And it doesn't explain that we need to make an effort. We need to make accountability. We need to be, you know, on fire for God to get where we want to go. It's not automatic. You know, and I think... One of the things you expressed during the break was that you thought you might have come on too strong with that. And I would say, no, you can't be too strong in that for this basic reason. When you are denied the reality that you must balance your karma, what's taken away from you is potentially your ascension. Right. That if you don't know what you don't know, then you are at the mercy of those forces which basically are pushing and pulling you left and right, the forces of darkness. And one of the points that has been made by us many times is that when we misuse our light, guess who's there to gobble it up? Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's right. And we, we talked about those fallen ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, how they, that's how they operate because they have no light of their own. Well, and the theology that we're talking about, which is expressed as limitation and worthless sinner, it's the fallen ones who spawn that theology. Unfortunately, and we don't mean to impugn anything you may personally believe from your church, but just bear in mind that that is a reality that you must be able to be open to. 
you know, it's a whole, you know, there's a concept and I, I, I almost of sweet death and non-accountability. And, I, you know, remember mm-hmm. a few years ago, Las Vegas had this ad thing, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah. In other yeah. words, nobody will see. God won't see what you do there. Yeah. So it'll just stay there. And that is the original lie from the Garden of Eden. Right. Surely you shall not die. <laughs> yeah, right. That's and true. so the idea is that we're going to die anyway. Eat, drink, and be merry. You know, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Well, it does matter. And that's what the Ascended Masters are trying to teach us and tell us. Not only does it matter, but they don't, we don't have to get overwhelmed by this. We can rejoice in this because we can turn around and, and start our way back home to God and know that God will be with us every step of the way. We have tools we can use. We already have God within us, so we've already a majority. One with God is majority. So it's nothing to be feared or, or you know, overwhelmed by, but just say, whoa, thank you, God, for the truth. I am now going to use it. I know I have always been a co-creator with you. I haven't co-created some of the things that have been good, but I'm going to take accountability for that. I'm going to balance through my service to life, through the violet flame, and I'm excited because you have told me I can become more of you and ultimately become one with you. I mean, wow. <laughs> and, and, you know, if this is a, if this is a fairly new uh, message coming to you out there, one of the best things you can do is just start with a very simple violet flame decree. Uh, the one I started with, it, it's in our decree book, uh, 7011, I think it is. I am the violet flame in action in me now. I am the violet mm-hmm. flame to light alone I bow, et cetera, et cetera. It's, well, it's very simple, very. and, and you, can, you can get a rolling momentum on that. And you know what it'll do? It'll, it'll, it'll clean things up so that you don't feel the worthlessness that you might feel at the beginning of such a path as this. Well, you know, we've uh, heard it expressed before that karma, negative karma is like gunk that's yeah. between our, the cells of our, you know, our etheric being and that the violet flame is the gunk out. It's the cleanser that will you know, get, get rid of it. It's like getting your engine reboard, right? Yeah, well, I, I couldn't think of the name of that probably. I know there's something like that. Yeah. Well, you know, I think what you're saying, though, is that we all have uh, this accountability for the karma that we have accumulated, but it doesn't take a lot to move forward. And we don't have to carry this huge weight with us, even though the karma does need to be balanced. We can say even a simpler mon- mantra is, I am a being of violet fire. I am I'm the purity, purity God, God desires. desires. Yep. And you know, that in itself, I know that we've talked about this many times, um, and Sid alluded to just a moment ago, that we have a sense of a burden. Whether we know it or not, we're carrying this weight of karma. But once you start to really uh, attack it, to start to clean it up, it is liberating and it's joyful because then you begin to feel this lightness of being and it's an inf- infinite lightness of being. And, and you know what the, the you know, I was, in the, you haven't read the screw tape, allows you to do it, but the oh, little yeah. devil's a whisper in your ear, yeah, but don't you remember what you did, you know? But, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. bringing up some sin from, you know, 35 years ago or something. But, you know, I love the part of the Bible that says, and God will remember your sins no more. Oh, because yeah. once they're gone, they're gone. Once you transmute the karma, it doesn't exist anymore. And God, and so we can walk with our heads held up high, you know, that, that we are God-free beings, and we've balanced our car and moved on. So it's, it's only the fallen ones that will want to remind us of all the mistakes we've made. God doesn't remember them. No, They're gone. And it is worth remembering that in um, psych- psychology, we understand that when you recreate a moment in the, in the past, an incident, something that occurred, you also recreate the emotion that occurred with it. You can basically reconstitute it in that moment. So you want to... You know, when you let something go, let it go. Let Cast it, go. it into the fire. Mm. One of the great visualizations that I always find comforting is that whenever something like that comes up, 
I just imagine myself tossing it into a lake of sacred fire. Wow. And it just so is consumed gone. and gone. And, and you know, uh, what I, I just wanted to reiterate uh, or iterate on the point you made earlier, uh, Sydney. Jesus, he had a sense. He knew what these 2,000 years uh, look ahead like. of him <laughs> were going to look like. And that is the reason that he picked up our suitcase of sin, so to speak. He held the balance for us for these yeah. 2,000 years. But he knew that we would have the violet flame and that we could take on our own burdens, tra- begin to transmute our own karma in this day and age. So he is our Savior. He saved that's us for this opportunity. That's exactly and I'm pretty right. grateful, to tell you the truth, because <laughs> you know the law of karma is the law of gravity. It is what it is. Yeah. And so this is where the mercy of God and the grace of God comes in, and we all acknowledge that. And here are the tools. This is a grace. I want to say one more thing, just going sure. back, uh, in terms of, of our sins will be remembered no more. Sometimes it is the people that create the gravest sins that can make the most progress because of whatever remorse mm. they feel and their striving. So if you feel you've done something that's unforgivable, you know, there is nothing that's unforgivable as long as you stop doing what you're doing, so to speak. And so don't think that you can't hold your head high as a son and daughter of God. Yes, you're going to have to deal with it and accountability for it, but there's a way to do that. And so don't be burdened by this, oh, what's the use? I'm, you know, I've done so many bad things, I can never go home to God. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is not true. Of course you can. You know, we've got a bunch of tools, speaking of tools, that we'd like to alert you to. Uh, one, of course, we've been offering uh, consistently throughout the years, which is the Violet Flame to Heal Body, Mind, and Soul. If you go to tsl.org slash Violet Flame book, you can download it free. It's a pocket guide, easy to have in your consciousness, in your laptop, in your iPhone, in your, you know, in your hands if you want a physical copy. But we offer it to you free, tsl.org slash Violet Flame book. In addition to that, there are some videos that you can um, get a hold of for free that help you to kind of complement your spiritual practice. That, again, is tsl.org slash decree hyphen videos. And these are basically uh, science of the spoken word videos that, again, will complement your spiritual practice. We've also referenced the, the saints and sages. We have a book, a book called The Masters and Their Retreats. Uh, you can get that, of course, on our bookstore, but go to Amazon, The Masters and Their Retreats, and learn a bit more about some of these great masters whom we revere. And if you want to, if it you know, fits more comfortably in your orthodoxy, you might want to go to Lives of the Saints. If you ever want to know what they went through and to know that you're in good company with all your warts and wrinkles, well, that's the but way they didn't it. have the violet flame, and so it was much more challenging for yeah. them. But, I mean, it's just a great grounding to realize yeah. that, boy, you know, these I, people made it. And I was just, uh, we were talking about St. Francis yesterday, and, uh, uh, you know, he went, uh, he left the, uh, the, the, the school that he had, you know, the uh, monastery, mm-hmm. and went and, and worked in the Crusades, and he left somebody in charge. And when he came back, a lot of things had changed, and he was very angry. <laughs> and he lost his cool, so to speak, and he felt very, very bad about it and vowed that he wouldn't do that again. But then when he passed from the screen of life, he was, uh, <laughs> you could see Almoria rubbing his hands, saying, hey, well, we got one more opportunity. And he came back as Kathumi. So he was able to, <laughs> so right. even as St. Francis, you see, uh, here's this soul who felt bad at the end of his life that he had made some mistakes. But well, you, you just keep on keeping on. You keep on keeping on. And you remind me, too, that um, the dispensation for the ascension, the aspect of that which says if you can balance 51% of your karma, those saints and sages, as you said a moment ago, Sid, didn't have that yeah. 
opportunity. Right. They had to balance 100%. Yeah, that's oh, so just it is, uh, you know, it is the open door of opportunity we have at the end of this. It's the end of the, we're beginning in the Aquarian age. We've actually started the Aquarian age. The open door of Pisces is still there to transmute the karma of that. And the previous uh, thousands of years, we've been in embodiment. So it's an understanding that, you know, stepping out of who you are for a minute and your day to day life and looking at, say, you know, I want to do something different. I don't want to be caught up in this world mm-hmm. of non-accountability and sweep death, you know, that's being propagated through the media day and night. Yeah. That's not who I am. And I am going to take a stand because I love God. I understand that I have the potential to become God, and that is the true teaching of Jesus. And I'm going to figure out how to do that. Good. Well, on that note, let's take a short break. We'll uh, come back for our final segment in just a moment. Please stay with us. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, Go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thanks again for staying with us. This has been a wonderfully informative program for me. It's been a lot of fun. I always learn from you guys, and yeah. thank you. We're talking today about being co creators with God. Another way of putting that is perhaps one plus God is the majority, but nonetheless, it is the innate nature of you as a God-free being to wield the power of God to create. And we just admonish you to create well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, you wanted to say yeah, something. Yeah, I, I wanted to, Mrs. Prophet in, in, in the interview there made a comment. She said, we are all receivers and transmitters like radio stations, and we are sending waves from the aura daily. I mean, that's oh, pretty yeah. powerful. And you consider how many people are on this planet that are not, not sending positive things. <clears throat> Excuse me. How important it is that we do that. Uh, quick story: I have a friend of mine um, who has four sons, and it's a great Christian family, very, de- very devout, very beautiful souls. And one of the sons works in the Pentagon in Washington D.C. And his father was telling me how frustrated he, he was becoming by what he sees there and some of the actions and so forth. And and it was very hard from him. And I said, you know, I can, I don't know the details, but I can certainly understand that. But I said, I want you to tell him that his physical presence there, because of his devotion to God and to Jesus, anchors light. 
and this concept where we're transmitting, he doesn't have to say a word. Just his presence there will hold a focus of life to help direct those people that are in decision-making roles, make better decisions and do things. And it's kind of, it's an amazing concept when you think about it. He doesn't, you know, I don't know what rank he is or what, I don't mm-hmm. know any details. It doesn't matter because it's the right. light in his heart that changes. You know, we have a, a, a phrase that masters have taught us, light is the alchemical key. Alchemical meaning change. What will change the equation of your life? What will change the equation of planet Earth? What will change the equation in the Pentagon? It's light. Well, where does that light come from? It comes from God. We can call forth greater light than we're given through our decrees and mantras and prayers. And the greater light will displace the darkness. I mean, so, I mean, if we had a million people broadcasting light every day um, at a greater level than we are right now, I mean, the planet would not be the same. So where does it begin? It begins with us individually. And we can be greater broadcasters of light and instruments of God if we're willing to walk the path he has taught us, the masters teach us. There are disciplines, there are devotions, but it can be a joyous path. And God will give us more light. And the more light will change the equation, as I said, not only of your life and that of your family, but of this entire planet. That is how we can be greater co-creators of God, mm-hmm. and fulfill and bring forth the will of God, not only for ourselves, but for what God wants to see on this planet. What we see is not what God wants on this planet, I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Well, you, you, know, you raise a good point, too, is that the consequences of our actions are not contained within our own aura. Mm-hmm. They are broadcast. They are, whether we want to or not, they're shared with the rest of the world. Yeah. It's like those old things we hear about the radio programs going out in space, and I Love Lucy is being here, you know, in Pluto about now, you know. I mean, it's amazing to think that what we set in motion has a half-life of infinity. Well, it doesn't have a half-life, it has a full life. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, if it's go. a negative qualified, until we invoke the violet flame, it doesn't go away. So what you're saying is a very good point, is that wherever you are in your, in your life right now, you don't have to be preaching on a soapbox. You can be standing in line at a supermarket. You can be in your school. You can be any place, and you can be an electrode of light if you choose. That's right. Just an electrode stuck in the earth holding yeah. the balance for God. I think it's a great image. Tom, let me, let me read a, just a couple of sentences from this uh, promo piece that is on uh, on the Voice America website for oh, our who, show today. Who wrote that? Well, uh, oh. I don't know. That might have been you. Oh, it might have been, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hope it's good. Anyway, it's just, I wanted to uh, kind of just reiterate this. It says, when you are allied with God, allied with God, you are invincible. And hmm. we have the power to compel angels, to engage elementals, even to command God. And what force on earth can prevail in the face of such power? The answer, of course, is none. <laughs> That's really powerful stuff. And I just wanted to kind of reread that. Well, thank you, Terry. And You're I think welcome. The, you know, the, the point that we try to make in all the shows that we do here is the same basic essential point. We are powerful. Yeah. And we are unaccountable. Yeah, and, and but there's a path to be walked. This doesn't, you don't acquire this tremendous, tremendous light overnight. God gave us too much light before we were ready, it would have a negative impact on us and our world because we couldn't manage it properly. We'd squander it or misuse it or whatever. So God will give us what we can, we'll get, what we can handle. That's always a prayer. And, but we want to develop ourselves, put on more of our Christhood so that we can contain more light in our aura. We've talked about the threefold flame, which for most of us is one-sixteenth of an inch high. Mm-hmm. Jesus' threefold flame was larger than his physical body. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can see the light and the power. His physical presence on the earth changed the physical 
Earth because of the light that he carried. So obviously, you wouldn't give that much power to someone that doesn't know how to use it properly. So we're working to develop mastery. And it's an incremental step-by-step as we put on our Christhood step-by-step. We can carry and hold more light in harmony step-by-step. And we're learning. We have teachers. This is what the Ascended Masters are. They'll work with us at inner and outer levels. Mm -hmm. We have their books. We have their words. We have their inspiration. If we'll avail ourselves to us and put ourselves on a course, uh, a daily course, as you suggested so often, Tom, of prayers, of devotions, of study, of working and striving. I mean, it's a, it's a life mission. Whatever else you're doing in your life is, is somewhat secondary in the sense that this is the goal for all of us. And wherever we are, we can put that in with what we're doing, like the guy in the Pentagon. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, I, I just love it because it changes everything in the world. It gives us opportunity that we didn't think we had. And if we stumble, don't look back. If we stumble, put it in the flames. Call on the law of forgiveness. Get up and say, what can I do to balance that karma? I'm ready to move on, God, because I'm learning from my lessons. I mean, you look at everybody uh, who's ever accomplished great things. A number of failures in their life are are legion, but they got up and kept going. That's all we need to do. That's right. It's not how many times you fall. It's how many times you get up. You get up one more time. Yeah, you get up one more time. Yeah. What was it St. Germain said about how he made his ascension? Uh, one million making, right decisions. One million right decisions. Yeah, not in a row. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big difference. And, and you know, you've already made a lot of right decisions. Yeah. Because you are who you are. You have an openness to the light and the truth, and you're seeking. So you have a lot of good karma, so to speak. And it's no accident. Opportunity is here. It's no accident you're listening to this show today. Absolutely you you not. earned the opportunity somewhere in, in your evolution to be to be tuning in today. To get to get the truth. To and get so the truth. you know what I always pray for is God give me the discernment to recognize the truth when I hear it. Right. Yeah, because I think we 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 want to accelerate. We don't want to be stuck in a rut. And, and you know some people are so attached to what they've been traditionally <clears throat> taught that they almost feel disloyal if they <laughs> if they believe something different from what the priest or the rabbi or the minister told them. You know, that somehow they're going to, you know, this isn't right. I mean, it's so strong the power of orthodoxy over us. Be open. Let yeah. God teach you. And you have to be ready for peer pressure, too. Uh, mm-hmm. That doesn't just happen as a teenager. It happens all through life. You've got your peers, and they will. If you raise your head above the crowd and say, you know, I don't want to listen to this anymore. I've got something else to do. They'll pull you, you, you down. They'll pull you down. They'll come on down to our level, you know. And uh, Well, and, and with the best of intentions in some cases. Because exactly it, it, it can right. be parents. It can be siblings. It can be your best friend from, you know, who knows when. All not. I mean, you can get that kind of pressure from anybody who feels vested in their, their own beliefs, right. attached to them in such a way that they can't let them go. Easily. And they don't want you to change. Well, because you need to be predictable for them. Yeah, and, and because if you change, they might have to change. <laughs> might, Whoa, change? Well, that's that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Whoa. Just leave, leave it alone. Don't, don't go there. This All show right. has been a lot of fun because uh, we've, we've had an opportunity to just kind of kind of re-talk about a lot of the things that we always talk about, but just to kind of re-anchor it, you know? Well, freedom and liberation are joyful. Yeah. And if we give you no other message, please take that one to heart, that in the process of change and moving from point A to point B, when you're coming up higher, it's a joyful path, a joyful experience, and you're not alone. You're never alone. That's what community is great. You yeah. know, God is with the angels, and we have each other to, to help us, because, you know, you do hit some stomach. Jesus had his tests. Oh, I mean, look at what he went through. Yeah. Well, we get them in a little different way, obviously, but we have the same testings. If we're going to put on the, our Christhood, we need to walk the path that Jesus walked. 
And now would be a good time to do it. <laughs> yeah, we sort of been putting it off for a few millennia, yeah, haven't we? Maybe a couple thousand years. And <laughs> when uh, when I think the someone said, you know, that uh, life is speeded up for the elect. Well, in one respect, I think it was meant to be that way about two thousand years ago. We're kind of behind a little bit behind schedule, so we can kind of you know catch up. That that's right. It's not too late. Not too late. It's ever not too late. Too it's, late. A, it's a great. This is a great time to start. start and you today. know, and you know, we want to hear from you, our, our listeners. We really do. We we. It's always really nice to get. It's the figure eight sort of a flow. You know, oh, we it push is. it out there, and if we can hear back from you, anyway, you can you can reach us at webradio at tsl dot org. Mm-hmm. Webradio at tsl dot org. And then if you want to do a forward slash, you can go looking for books and all kinds of neat oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Remember tsl.org slash Violet Flame book. Okay. You'll love that little book. It's a great one. Well, anyway, thanks for being with us again today, listening to The Open Door and to us, talking to you about what's nearest and dearest to our hearts. Um, and as we like to say, though the upward path may at times be difficult, <laughs> the rewards are out, out of, of this, this world. world. Thanks, everyone. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.